Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast. Thank you everyone for tuning in and supporting us each and every week. May you continue to remember, don't waste no time with negativity. Now, this show is sponsored and brought to you by Shop Downtown, which you are able to support our merch and visit the website at www.downtownworld.com. That's www.dw. Now let's get into the show. Good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast. And today I am so very, 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 very honored to be speaking with someone that has helped even my career just move forward, elevate, and grow. She's taught me so many keys, and she's connected me with so many people, and she is the CEO of the B3 Face Forward PR company okay and let me tell you let me tell you miss tyson miss kedra tyson is in the building today welcome miss kedra thank you for having me thank you for always making me blush and gas me such an amazing little sister we love you thank you thank you you for joining us today you know downtown don't waste no time with negativity you definitely um i will never front on you you i can say for the public (laughs) I can say for you, you definitely, one of the people that definitely believed in me and to God be the glory that it's a black woman, so powerful and I'm meeting more and more. And it's just like, there's so much people can learn from you. You've been in the industry for over at this point. Like God, that just made me feel old. No, it's (laughs) not old at all. 13, 14 years in PR. I've been in the industry though since I was 13, actually. I started in radio and street team at 13. Street I, my, I am now 35. Wow. When you people do the math, it's been a long time. Wow. wow. <laughs> but what a journey. Like 13 years in a PR game is nothing to play with at all. There's a lot of people that barely survived the probation of three months. Yeah, that part. It's a Game of Thrones in itself. And being a Black woman within that space, we're diving in early. I'm sorry, we're digging deep real early. But like, how do you manage? How do you exist within this space while being so organically and beautifully like you? I definitely try to be true to myself. I have very, very good people in the industry around me. So I have people that I can vent to. I have people that... I have the privilege of looking up to as well, kind of guide me and and mold me in the right direction as well. And then just my peers, my family, my significant other, like it's a lot of people that keep me humble. (laughs) My mom, my mom at this point is like, I Googled you and you're on the first eight pages of Google. Why do people care? (laughs) I was just like, yo, she's still like, why do people pay you? I don't understand what you do. And I was just like, you know what? It's not for you. Just keep spending my money and enjoy yourself. And like, that, from you. She's like, oh, I got, she's like, I got a credit card in the mail from you. She was like, it has like a thousand dollars. She's like, is that for me? I was like, it wasn't, but okay, enjoy yourself. So she enjoys spending my money. Right. And retired, but still really has no idea what I do, which is hilarious. <laughs> My mom has no idea either. Nowhere on the scale of what you do. So the fact that you've worked with so many celebrities, so many people, and your mom's still like, I don't get it. Right. She's just like, why do people want to talk to you? Why do they care? I was like, you know what? Don't be a hater hater your whole life, okay? But my mom is definitely one of my best friends. So it's just really funny because she's just like, you're okay, I guess. Like, she just always downplays everything I do, which when you have parents like that, it definitely keeps you humble. So I'm like, shout out to her. For sure. Your moms will always keep it real with you. But at least in my experience. So, like, yeah, I agree with you. My mom sugarcoats nothing <laughs> at all, even when I want her. So she's like, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. 
but I want to take it. I know you've probably been asked this question plenty of times, but just humor me. What really led you to go into the field of media and be a part of this Game of Thrones and look at people and say, you know what, I want to help you be the best version of you as, as possible? So I'm a Pisces already. So my whole like sign is about being selfless and helping other people, which has gotten me bit in the butt quite a few times. But I'm like, I want to save the world and save the planet. I want to save the whales. I was like that for the longest. And then I have two older brothers that are in the industry. So I always talk about like, they were in it before me and they were really what led me to get in the industry. Um, like I said, I started off at 13. My brother at that time was managing like most of Dirty ENT, which are the people under Nelly. He managed David Banner for a while. My oldest brother um, has a master's in film, so he worked on some Tyler Perry projects. He's worked on some movies, Soul Train Awards, all this stuff. So I came up under them, yeah. which is good because it taught me a lot of things not to do, especially having older brothers. And I'm very scared of my older brothers. <laughs> so I also didn't want to do anything that would degrade myself as a woman or, dis or disrespect myself. So it was like, what is my lane? Um, when I was younger, I actually wanted to be an entertainment lawyer. And I, I could see that. I went to school for PR and mass media. Well, I went to school pre-law and mass media initially. And I realized I didn't want to keep going to school after that. And I was like, oh, I'm done with four years. Y'all have a nice day. <laughs> so I moved into advertising and marketing for businesses at our newspaper in St. Louis. So I was doing all advertising campaigns, all marketing campaigns. And literally, what God has for you, nobody can take from you, right? So people start coming out the woodworks and was like, well, if you can market a business, you can market me. And if you could do this and you know everybody in the industry, you can help me. And I was like, okay. So I literally started off with two clients and they were like very small amounts. I still had like a corporate job. I was still making like 80000 a year in my corporate job. And that was like my side hustle. Yeah. And then as my life kept progressing, my side hustle started making me more than my real job. So I was like, oh, what am I doing? And then I made the transition. So kind of how that happened in a nutshell. The transition. It's a key part. Yeah. It's the part that entrepreneurs have to make that decision when they're going to cross over and really invest with in themselves exactly, and take that it was, it was what was your mentality like not everyone of course has your experience where they're turning that profit maybe at such a fast rate maybe they may feel but for as much as you can say you still went through it you still had to make that decision and take that leap what was your mental like um what were some signs that helped to guide you to be like you know what it's now or never the biggest thing with me is that like in my field in my career i have to travel a lot so typically if i'm not living in new york or la i'm traveling about 80 percent of the time so i was traveling so much that i was consistently taking off of work <laughs> so i guess i had gone and i was like i'm not about to miss this money to play with y'all like i gotta go luckily my position at the time was about 75% remote, 25% in the office. But they started like being like, we want you here for this meeting and we want you here for this. And then I had to choose between that meeting and my other money. And my other money started being more than that. So I just had to do it. It was just one of those things. Um, clearly I, you and I have personal conversations. I'm very, very close with my significant other. Like who's one of my best friends. And he was always like, yo, I bet on me every single time. He was like, I trust me. 100% more than I trust anybody else. And if I don't bet on me, who's gonna bet on me? Or who, you know? So you have to have that confidence and that faith in yourself compared to working for someone else or making that decision. Now, granted, there's people that's always gonna work for people because that's how companies are ran and companies are built. But if you have a vision for yourself and it's something that you really wanna put in place, you have to step out on faith and make that decision because you can always go back and find a job like if you, you right you can always go back angel cole was uh, has a million like work from home positions upwork has freelance position you can always truly find something if it doesn't work out but you have to try first and you can't just be like i'm gonna stay here and be stagnant 
there has to be consistent growth within you. And when you continue to grow, you learn more about yourself, you know? So that, that's my take on it. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's not something that you can take in school to understand the value or see the value in others. How did you pick up, you can always take courses and go to school for the media and the PR, but when you really dig within yourself, Kedra, like what are one of the things that you know that like, okay, this is how I knew. I was really good at seeing value in people or businesses. You, you see the magic. That's, that's part of your role. You, you see the magic and help to manifest it. You already have it up here and you help people to see what you see. And I've had a lot of people hit me up and want to work with me in different capacities and like really push the issue. I'm a very passionate person too. If it's something I don't believe in, I won't take it on because I have to do my due diligence to sell it to the public and sell it to the media. And if I don't believe in it, then I can't push it because I don't care, nor do I believe in it, you know? So I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh, I'm gonna place all these places. No, like these are personal relationships. Like yeah. my friends over at the source, I consider my friends, like they're flying in today to cover Bobby's event, but they didn't have anywhere to stay. I would let them stay in here with me. You know what I'm saying? Like my media contacts are my friends and we have been friends for years at this point. Like Salia, like I said, she covers for all hip hop and rap TV. Salia and I are in a condo together in Miami. We just had dinner together. Like she is my friend in real life in addition to my media colleague. So I can't just bring them anything, one, out of respect for myself and two, out of respect for them as my friends and my colleagues. So I'm a firm believer on that too. Yes, I agree. And that is a huge thing. And you speak also on, you know, your boo and <laughs> on the importance of like your relationship with your mother and I know you to be uh, amazing and outstanding and dedicated mother. That's because Caleb terrorizes us when we're on the phone. <laughs> Not even that. You can tell a lot. You can tell a lot about what's going on by how the child like interacts with the parent. Yeah. It ain't about it ain't about you. It's like when they, when they feel distressed or whatever the case is, who are they turning to? Right. And it's, it's beautiful to witness because not everyone, you know, has always positive memories when it comes to um, relationships and interpersonal connections. Right. And why, why do you think you gravitate? I feel like you gravitate towards always having long-lasting, steady relationships around you. Like there's consistency around you. There's loyalty yeah. around you. It's not a lot of. Yeah, it's really not. And even like, I haven't dated a lot of people in the industry, but I've definitely dated a couple. And there's been people that I've even like, you know, we flirted and made googly eyes. We didn't been friends or whatever. At the end of the day, we're still friends. And like, they're like, I can, I actively told people like, hey, I'm in a relationship and they're like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. You deserve it, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, cool, are you still flying down to cover this event? <laughs> and they're like, absolutely. So I've done things for them to help put money in their pocket. I've done things to help further their career or help them advance in life. And they are forever grateful to me because even when I didn't have to, I helped. Um, there's some people in the industry like, some very, very close people to me that I'm like, they don't have to pay me a dime. If they call me and they need something from me, I'm going to be there and have their back 100% because I, I consider them a friend in real life. Yes, I enjoy making money. And sometimes it's not always about that too. If that person, if I consider them a friend and they've been here for me and I've been there for them and they really need me, I'm gonna come through, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. I'd like to know, what inspired the name of um, BFF? <laughs> my cousin, actually. So my cousin is still a silent partner within the company. There was a point where she was very, very active um, partner. And then now she's an Olympian. She's currently on Amazing Race right now. I got her casted for Amazing Race. I love that show. <laughs> yeah, so it's LaVon and Kelly. I've reposted them a couple of times. LaVon, LaVon is my cousin. She's my cousin by marriage. 
we live <laughs> with Miami, we lived together. Like we lived in a condo, we worked together, we had a whiteboard, like we was doing everything together, right? Yeah. Um, and then she started like training again for the Olympics and then she got casted for Amazing yeah. Race, so she became more of a silent partner. So my company was called Face Forward. It always significant uh, always signify putting your best face forward. Mm -hmm. LaFon's company was BBB. It was like brains, beauty, and bronze or something. And then we merged our companies together. Mm -hmm. And then we got the acronym BFF. So B3 face forward. And she's like, I just love the acronym. It's, it's BFF. And she's like, we're always together. We do everything together. I was like, all right, cool. So we merged our companies together. And that's how we got that. <laughs> I love that. So what is a situation that earlier on in your life you can um, I know you've mentioned like your brothers have been in the industry and you've seen a lot of things and you've experienced a lot of things. And what is the situation that you could just explain that helped you to have such a character trait of like consistency and your drive and your like go-getter attitude? Hmm, that's a really good question. I'm trying to pinpoint something. High school. <laughs> high school I was an overachiever like I did everything I because, and I don't know if it's my sign I'm also left handed I don't know if that has something to do with it so I shouldn't get so excited why did I get so excited but like you guys think so differently so that's the that thing. makes so much sense now we should I do so much better with way more stuff on my plate than I do with one thing if yeah. I have one thing, I'm going to procrastinate the hell out of it. Yeah. I have a million moving parts. I can, <laughs> my boyfriend makes fun of me all the time. He was like, yo, your favorite word to say to me all the time is prioritize. Because he wants to do like a million things all the time too. And I'm like, yo, babe, we have to have a, little, a level of priority. Let's prioritize. Which ones do we want to do first? What's next? And he, so he always calls and makes fun of me. I was like, so we prioritize in the day? I'm like, yo, shut <laughs> up. So this is our relationship, right? So... I can prioritize so much better when I have a million things on my plate. Yeah. When I was in high school, I was in band. I played five instruments. I was in drama. I was in student council. I was- Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait Yes, I need to know all five instruments. Let's go. I started off at flute. Flute is like my master. So I was junior symphony. I was first chair. I played orchestra. Mm -hmm. I'm classically trained in Bonds, Brock, Beethoven, Mozart, all of the above. Yes, my nerd flag is high. Is yes. So yes, that was my first. So I went from flute, then I went to piccolo because it's damn near Absolutely. my favorite. Then I went to oboe. Because it's the same thing except for down. The yeah. one that sounds like a duck. Yeah. And yeah. Then I went to clarinet. Then I went to saxophone. Which saxophone? I went to alto sax. Dope. I played tenor sax. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that was my chance. But I had one of those band directors that was like, if you can play one, you can play all with one instrument. So I was like, all right, cool. So we, we did it. Because it's basically the same fingering, the same concept, and everything. So I just. Rock is off. not. Listen, all of them. All of them, nothing to play with, nothing to play with. Wow, that just makes me like company all day long. That just opens up like a whole new like world. Future. Like, I'm just gonna have to call you another day. Just, just, I just <laughs> no, but yeah, there I, is something like. No, you go ahead. My apologies. No, you're fine. Co-captain of volleyball team, student council, drama club. And I worked at Macy's. <laughs> Listen, if you survive at Macy's. I was there for two years. I was, the only reason I was there is to get discounts on my junior clothes and buy concert tickets because they took it. Master's office was upstairs. Oh, so you're smart. <laughs> concert tickets would go so I run upstairs, buy me and my best friend's tickets. We front row with Jay-Z. We front row 50 Cent. Always. That's why I had a job. <laughs> I love that. I love that. See? See? You're fun, you're diverse, you're like educated, and you're still in just helping to instill positivity and give great vibrations out into the world. Now, when we speak of clients that you work with, you, you've worked with some of the top people. You have people on your roster like Carly Red. you have people on your roster like Bobby Lights, and you've worked and collaborated with a lot of people. Like, there's a reason why your phone keeps ringing. 
And people need to understand it's not because people have to. As, as I just did an interview with Karen, thank you so much for connecting us again. Yeah. He spoke on it to say like, you know, a lot of the times, even one of the jobs he did, Rock Nation, they have Rock Nation. They could have called anyone. And the artist shows me things. So sometimes those miraculous events in life happen and things just combine and work in its favor. And it's a beautiful thing when it happens. And yeah. being able to be one of those person that plays that part a majority of the time. Do you ever get bored? Never. There's never any anything to get bored with. I just finished shopping. Bobby's birthday party is Jesus tomorrow. Oh my God. Bobby's birthday party is tomorrow. Carly called me and was like, sis, do you like this dress? Is this dress okay? I'm like, yo, what are we talking about right now? She was like, no. She did like, she showed me like seven different dresses. One of them was like, the party's tomorrow. Are you flying in tonight or no? Like, what is Orna? <laughs> they keep my life. And then she goes, sis, so when I come in, I'm just coming straight to your hotel. Wait, when did you tell me you were staying with me? I love her. She is definitely a big sister to me. And me and Salira look at each other like, thank God we got a three bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm changing my room to a penthouse so we have more space. Because I was like, you were not part of this plan, lady. Gotta <laughs> do what you gotta do. At all. So gotta no, do. it never gets boring. Listen, I can't say anything because I am that person that definitely always has my friends waiting. Or I can't, I have to get dress based on you know the vibe and how you really were you all about vibes we know the vibe <laughs> i'm actually crying guys okay kiji you threw me out of that when you got me you got me she told me she was staying somewhere else she was like all the celebrities were staying here i said cool you go stay there i'm staying at the condo and getting oh. my points I want my hotel points. <laughs> like, okay, now she's talking about she coming here. I was like, boy, my friends and clients are hilarious. So when it like in terms of moving forward and growing B three phase four BFF and growing yourself as a brand, um, what is some of the vision that you're able to share with us, or what are the things that you hope to do moving forward on top of everything that <laughs> you already do? A lot of people know this, like eh, maybe like two handfuls of people know this. Um, during quarantine, quarantine has been very good to me. God is good all the time. Yeah. I always wanted to get into content creation where I was creating shows. That's actually something that Karen and I have been working on together as well. Um, but I've been very blessed to be able to work on a lot of different TV shows and write them, put them together pitch them to different production companies and have them come to fruition um, that are like pending negotiation, pending contracts right now, et cetera. And that is something that is near and dear to me. I want to leave behind my legacy and that being content that I care about and things that I'm partial to and want to create. So that is my next step of evolution. So yeah, that's where life is right now for me. Television and content like creation is a whole, a whole world in itself. So the beautiful executive production credits with some nice checks is coming about my way. So God is good. I'm very, very grateful. Um, then there's some other things that, you know, we working on as a team on personal sides and barbershops, some, some clothing lines. So a couple of different things that I will be a partner in. Shout out to the significant other. So, you know, he keeps me. I was like, yo, he'll call sometimes. I was like, do I have an assignment for today? <laughs> like, we have work we got to do or what we doing? So it's a lot of fun. It, it definitely is. To be able to do this with someone I've known my whole life that's one of my best friends is, is a lot of fun. So that makes me happy. If you don't mind me asking, because I just actually um, interviewed with someone and she has a show with her partner and it's all about love and entrepreneurship and showing that real, real, you know, when it comes to that and balancing that and the finances and all this, the touchy red hot buttons when it comes to um, relationships. What is some, not saying that obviously everyone's relationship has their own rules. That's mm -hmm. what I believe in. And 
just whatever advice you can shed in terms of just your experience in life and your current um, love. And <laughs> okay. I almost, I was like, oh. and then just like, what is some advice or maybe just wisdom you can share just even as your process coming from really situations that weren't meant for you to now something that God is just shining on you. Like that part. Um, definitely, unfortunately, a lot of times you do have to go through things to get to things, right? Mm -hmm. And I am a firm believer that all my past experiences led me to where I am now. Like, I glorify him all the time, and he glorifies me all the time. He's been through his own bad situations and his own drama, too. And, like, we was joking the other day, and he was like, yo, you were made for me. And then, like, we'll say a little stuff, and he's like, I know, right? He <laughs> was like, yo. And we joke out of something, he's like, yo, we're going to make people so sick. They're going to be sick and tired of us because we actually like each other. And that's, like, we challenged each other to read The Secret the other day. So we kind of raced to figure out who was going to finish reading the book first. And we okay. just really, really, really strive to yeah. try to make each other better. We don't have arguments, which is interesting. We only have discussions. Mm, we talk about it. We, big talk, difference. we talk through it. We don't dwell on it. We say how each other feels. We get an understanding and we move forward to the next thing. It's no lingering. It's okay. I don't want to do things to hurt my partner. My partner doesn't want to do things to hurt me. So we have these conversations. We come to middle ground and we move on to the next step in life and continue to love each other and continue to laugh and be happy and make each other better. And <laughs> I, did, I, I joke with him all the time because I was like, yo, I did a whole tweet. I was like, a man that actually communicates, discusses, and doesn't argue. I was like, yo, I love it here. I'm never going anywhere. Like, this is good. He always jokes. He's like, yo, don't cheat on me. I was like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm staying right here. We're, we're here. We're good. So... I am truly blessed and it allows, my previous situations allow me to appreciate him even more and who he is as a person and who he is as my partner. He's my, one of my best friends, you know? Not my best friend. Like I talked to him all, <laughs> he called right before we started this interview. I was like, baby, did you, you forget? I, I got, he's like, oh yeah, time difference, sorry. So yes, definitely one of my best friends person that makes fun of me, the person that makes me laugh. I just had surgery not too long ago and I was freaking out. He called me that morning making fun of me. And I was just like, yo, I needed that to make me feel better. So yeah. I'm very, very grateful and very appreciative mm -hmm. for who I have and what I have. So, you know. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And then when I tell you, that's the family acceptance for me. They'd be like, drop your kid off. He's my grandson. I'm like, yo, they embrace my son so much and feed my child so much. I'm like, Really? She's like, yeah, your mom don't want to keep them. I watch them. I'm like, yes, I love it here. <laughs> right? You need that break. <laughs> She's like the same thing. His mom's like, y'all want to have a date night? You guys want to do such and such? You bring the kids over. He'll be fine. I'm like, okay. His mom is always encouraging us to run away. It's so funny. <laughs> She's like, take him to New York. Y'all go somewhere. I'm like, really? So, yeah, it's funny. That's dope. That's dope. So a staple question that we do ask here at downtown, don't waste some time with negativity, is what is a recent situation that, or a situation just in general, that you feel was definitely negative, no doubts about it, you could have handled it a real different way, but somehow, <laughs> by the grace of God and WWJD and all the factors, you remain positive and you chose not to waste Anytime with negativity. You know you're smiling because you know it's already. <laughs> oh, God. Might as well put it out there. We, we both know this. Recently got a DM that started off as a compliment and then ended in an insult. And I'm just looking at it like, I'm so confused by this, by this, by this statement. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to this? Absolutely nothing. Delete. Have a great day. Then got a follow up and was like, "I'm still confused by this situation." Yeah, I told you. I told Sean. He was like, "Nah, you busy boxing your demons. Have fun." <laughs> he was like, "Enjoy yourself." I'm like, "Yep. You know what? Ignore. Have a good day." So it gets to a point when you're truly done with something and you truly evolve from something. You don't even need to acknowledge it, nor reply to it, nor say anything to it, and you keep it moving. 
but yes, there was definitely a time where I would have spazzed out and called you everything but a child of God. But I'm in a very great space in my life. The universe has blessed me. I keep getting money falling out the sky that I don't even know where it's coming from. Mm. And things are consistently progressing. So I am blessed and grateful for everything that I have right now. Mm. And I realize, I also realized too, when I bless others, I continue to get blessed. Like mm -hmm. God has your back when you give back to others. Mm. Like I said, I think I did something for somebody last week and it randomly got made like an extra 7,500 last week. I was like, damn, I just made $7,500 in a week. Right, look at that. So today, I took my friends to dinner or well, to late lunch. And it was only $100, but still I was like, what, we get treated? Yes, everybody was happy. So I, I believe in giving back and you will be blessed. Yes. Yes, it is a it is a huge um, factor, and I do it believe that. Like, it was one of the um, pillars in the secret too. One of the one of the like key takeaways in the secret too was about like giving back and manifesting yeah. things and thinking positively. I was like, you know what? Like visualizing it and seeing it, and I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. Yeah. Oh, guys, I hope you are like enjoying this interview so far because <laughs> I definitely we are fully together. Yes, we're silly, but also you're dropping some serious gems, Kedra. You giggle, but I hope they're listening. <laughs> I hope they're listening because I sure am. And I love to just soak up game from like Black queens, just really paving the way and just showing us how we're able to be in rooms and hold our head high and yeah. with class and still have a nice little psh, a ratchet and everything just in between. Every to come out. Because we are women. Yeah. We are women right phenomenally so another staple question that i must ask because it is staple and the people will be like but you didn't ask for this so <laughs> Asia, you yeah. have the four elements you have earth air fire and water which element do you resonate with or represents you the most and why Ooh, why I'm a water sign first and foremost. We believe in, some people don't necessarily think this, but we definitely believe in going with the flow. We believe in changing and adapting based off of the current and what's happening. Like I'm a, my sign is a fish. So we can swim under, we can swim on top. We, we move with the current, we under, we fast, we whatever. Um, and I just believe in like that flow and that evolution. So yeah, I would say water. I love that. Yeah. And I what do people that. normally say? The explanation is dope. What, sorry, could you? No, I said, what do people normally say? Like, what's the most common answer? I'm curious. Well, it's, it's kind of, I'm, I'm starting to think if it's seasonal, because I felt like earlier in the summer, a lot of people would tell me water, myself included. Like, I, I have chosen water. And, but then someone had recent, more recently, fire has become... Fire, fire and air have become more popular. What I've been told about fire is kind of like they, they're passionate. That and um, one person said something that really I still haven't forgotten. But with fire, I think it was Wallahi. Um, with fire, it's, it was the spark. That's when evolution really like started. Mm, that makes sense. That was the spark in evolution. So they're the spark of like creativity. So I was like, mm -mm, that stuck with me. And with wind, I was told um, just basically a flow concept, but in terms of strength and being able to cut pieces and into a tornado. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like and water can turn into a hurricane. So, you know. I didn't hear that, but that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's just, it's, 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 it's hard sometimes when someone asks you, oh, please tell me about yourself. Yeah. Well, with those elements, like, when you look at zodiacs, you're one of them, you it's know? True. So true. that's very easy to kind of, like, true. resonate with one because your sign is really one of those. So that's why immediately I was like, yeah, water, I'm a, I'm a fish. It's my sign, so. I don't know what my sign would be then. I think yours is, yours is either air or earth. Because I'm a Libra, yeah. Like it's either air or earth. That's I think it's like a scale. But it's not about me right now. It's all about you, Kedra. And <laughs> another um, 
what I want to kind of ask you about as well is when it comes to you're an air sign. I thought so. Air? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And see, and I don't even feel like <laughs> like I don't even feel like air. Right. Yeah. Right? I would go with like between fire and water. But nevertheless, when it comes to, you know, in the States right now, for you, you guys are under the Trump administration. And girl. Did, did you see my post the other day? Yes. You called my flight to be delayed? Yes. Because he's the only quote unquote air quotes president that thought it was a good idea to land in a commercial space in Charlotte. So cause flights to be grounded for however many hours until Air Force One took off. I was like, yo, you ruined everything. Everything. <laughs> like, not only the government, not only the unemployment rate. Damn, I can't even take off and be on time for my flight. Like, yo, I need you to go sit down somewhere. So yes, Trump administration, I apologize, I digress. No, like seriously, it, like speak on it because, on you know, voting is coming up and we really want to make sure like people are doing their due diligence. I do a lot of international. No, I spend time in Canada when it's warm. I spend a lot of time in Europe and the Caribbean. And it's so interesting to see how the United States has basically gone to a third world country because we can't get in anywhere. Normally, we spend our summers in Europe, and most American tourists travel to Europe in the summer because it's warm. France replied and was like, we're going to do an honor system. Whoever banned us first is getting banned first too. And they still have lifted, they have yet to lift those regulations. I'm like, yo, you're costing me my bag. You're costing me my money because I do business overseas. And you're playing. It's true. Because you've pissed everybody off. So yeah, I'm definitely not happy because it's costing me revenue. We were supposed to do a panel in France in March that I was supposed to be speaking on. I'm stuck in the States. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. I'd be super pissed. And I really do hope everyone you go out and do what you got to do because it affects everywhere in the world. States is the most powerful place in the world. So whatever is happening with you guys affects everyone. Yep. Yeah. International trade is down right now. One of my friends is an international stockbroker. Stocks are down. Just all kind of craziness and it's just like jacking our lives up so facts facts yeah so yeah <laughs> so in in um closing that this isn't the end <laughs> when it comes to Kedra Tyson and your name and you what do you want people to remember and resonate with you moving forward and just when they hear the name Kedra Tyson. Hmm, that's interesting. Are we speaking legacy or are we just speaking name in general? Your name is your legacy. Touche, touche. Who that I've created good content, that I've created good product, that I was compassionate, that I helped others and gave back and also led a pathway for the next generation of women in this industry. Um, Myself and I, I give my, my work wife a shout out right now, Marie. We have both been doing it a very long time and we're both at the point where we want to transition out. And transition out, whoever this is, hold on a second. I can't even, I'm on my computer and I can't transition out is definitely on some, I want to help the next generation of people. Yeah. The next generation is the future. Like I was speaking with my father the other day and I said, dad, like he just turned 64. And I was like, when I'm supposed to be your age, it's going to be around 2050. That's not that far from now. I'm like, you need to think about what the world's going to look for us, what the world's going to look like for Caleb. Absolutely. It's a whole lot of things. And people, I feel like a lot of decisions they make in today's world is made just for right now and not for those future years to come. I definitely think, especially in the industry, like a lot of people really make a lot of selfish decisions and they never think about like the overall team when you're talking about like percentages and you're talking about 
paving the way for more opportunities. A lot of people are like, well, I want this and I want it this way and I want it done right now. And you're like, you're missing the bigger picture. We are speaking longevity, we're speaking legacy. We want things that are gonna last and not for the immediate future. I mean, not for just like the current or the immediate future, just to get a quick buck when you can make that be residual income for you. That was one of the reasons why I jumped into content creation because even like repeat episodes or reruns, et cetera, will consistently generate income for me because there are advertisements involved, there's brand placements, there are partnerships, there's so many things that come along where this is a consistent stream of income for the rest of my life. And this is something that I'll have credit for instead of just chasing something and, and begging for something to be done at that moment. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask you something that probably you wouldn't expect me to ask you. Okay. But we just love to keep it real, real. Uh-uh. When's the last time you cried and what was it for? Um, I cried two weeks ago. I'm, you probably already know where this is going. Definitely, I'm a, I'm emotional. I'm a Pisces. So I cry about everything. I cry at the Notebook. I cry at the Hallmark movies. Whatever. I'm that person. Keeping it real, right? Sean was a talk. A talk. We're making future plans, <laughs> and there has been some ring shopping involved, and then there was a conversation of adoption with my child um who is from a previous marriage my ex-husband and i had my son in that marriage or whatever my ex-husband is not really around he's in he lives in san diego no you know we don't hate each other we talk like once a quarter once every six months but he lives in san diego so the current significant other wanted to make sure everyone had the same last name and wanted to start the process and figuring out how to go about adopting my son as part of a possible marriage. So that made me cry. <laughs> wow. I'm like, yeah, that, that definitely made me cry happy tears. So since we're keeping it all the way real. <laughs> like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm quiet not to like, I'm just yeah, a bit speechless and just so happy for you. Like in the sense of just like, let's soak that in. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful space to be in. So yeah, that definitely had me in tears. <laughs> I was like, wow. What? And just the fact that like, that was a priority, you know, that, that you took the time out and was like, okay, I want to figure this out, make sure this is done, make sure no one feels excluded, make sure everybody's on the same page. And I was just like, I have to marry this man. <laughs> I just, I have no choice. You, you're mine. <laughs> it's beautiful so you did mention reading and just out of curiosity to throw something fun in there what is the last thing that you read what's the last thing that i did what read um the secret like literally we finished the secret we challenged each other to read it on last friday <laughs> i finished it saturday hopefully he's not watching because i'm gonna on myself i cheated a little bit because he like we were supposed to start friday and I told him I couldn't start on Friday because I had too much work to do. I was like, so babe, I'm gonna start on Saturday. And he's like, okay, we'll finish by Sunday night. Saturday morning, I talked to him. He was like, well, I'm already on page 80. And I was like, I ain't even started yet. So he was on page 80. And he was like, babe, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna be done with this book by the night. I can't put it down. So I was like, so I got the audio book. <laughs> <laughs> it's like listening to a podcast. I thought he was going to be done. So he was like, yeah, I still got a couple more pages. I was like, baby, I, no, Sunday we were talking about it because we were having like a little recap conversation about the book Saturday night. So I assumed he finished. So Sunday I got up to go to church and we're talking. And he was like, yeah, I'm gonna finish up the book today. He was like, where are you at on the book? I said, I finished it yesterday. And he was like, what? I said, baby, I thought she was done, but we talked about it last night for the recap. He was like, no, I was giving you time to catch up. You said on yourself, Peter. 
Okay. I was like, I was not about to let him be like a hundred pages ahead of me. So I definitely downloaded the audiobook. It's a big one. So what is a highlight that you would like to share? Um, Hold on. Talia doesn't know what room we're in. <laughs> he definitely needs to know. Get that earlier this morning. So she was like knocking on somebody else's door. Hold on. I don't even know what room we're in. Crap. She's like, what room are we? She's like, we're at 3551, right? So she's on the 35th floor. We're on the 32nd floor. We're in 3251. She's probably banging in somebody's room looking like a homeless crazy person. Oh my gosh. She's I'm so sure Celia looks fly. She's <laughs> No, she's look, she's gorgeous, but she's still looking homeless. Like she's like, who is the strange woman banging on my door? Pretty woman. <laughs> Walking down the street. Oh my gosh, she is so funny. Sorry. No, that's important. Repeat the question. Well, I was saying, you said you just read The Secret. That's a, a big one. So what is something that um, you'd like to share with us that um, you've taken away or highlight from that book? Oh, perfect. Okay, I thought you were just... She's like, sorry, come on from old shit. <laughs> um... I think the biggest thing definitely was manifestation mm -hmm. was the ultimate thing. It was saying like a lot of times that we speak on things like I need money so I can pay my bills. So I'm not broke, but you're still putting it out with that part yes. of broke and bills instead of just thinking positively that I'm going to have a check for $10,000. Like a lot of times I will say, okay, this month I need to generate, 10 grand or 15 grand or extra 15. I don't say what it's for. I don't speak on it, whatever. And him and I were both kind of already doing manifest manifesting anyway. He kind of manifest he kind of manifested our relationship. That's a whole nother thing. So he was very adamant on we're going to be together. This yeah. is what's gonna happen. <laughs> so I joke with him all the time. I'm like, yo. Did you put anthrax on my mail? Like, what happened? How did it go from me kind of being like, literally? I was like, yo, you had to put a spell on me. Because, like, now I'm all deep in love and happy and like, oh, my God, I just think it's everything. And before I was like, okay, I hear you talking. You know, so I'm like, what did you do to me? So, so yes, we were already very, very big on manifesting and speaking things in existence and putting things out there. Um, hold on a second. Yes, no problem. Are you an Don't do that to her. No, nope, I am because she all in it. Hey, Celine. It's okay. Special guest appearance. Don't do that to her. You look gorgeous, girl. Have a great night. No, I, saw, I saw her. You were probably knocking on somebody's door and looking yes, home. Yes, I was. I, I told you. I was like, who is it? <laughs> I, I, know, I know my friends. I know my friends. <laughs> I think this is the perfect note and such an amazing amazing episode like guys you got gems you got laughter you got realness you got girlfriends you got it all you got it all okay you can keep whatever you want i don't care this is fun you know how it is you're like a little sister to me this was literally us just having a conversation and i'm here for all of it <laughs> just to reiterate the secret takeaway manifestation looking at things positively not putting negative energy or negative thoughts out there. You have to clear your mind and you have to be able to say, these are the things that I expect back from the universe. These are the things that I want to receive in and not put out the things that you don't want. So yes, that was my takeaway from oh, Yes, yes. That's like, I think, I'll leave that for another time, but <laughs> no, because I wanted just to see an affirmation, but it takes more time, I guess, to develop, a, as we were speaking, a proper one for it to be manifested accurately. So, see, I was listening. <laughs> so I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Keitra, for joining us here today at Downtown World. I, we are always in support of you 1,000%. And just wishing you and praying for 
all of your visions to just be put to life because I know you're just like killing it out here. You're doing your thing and you're doing the work that needs to be done while putting out positive energy. You're not putting out toxic behavior, which the world definitely needs way less of in 2020. Um, Is there any last words you would like to leave us with and where can people um, contact you or hit you up if you choose? Um, I appreciate you. Like I said, you know, you're like a little sister. You grace me with the title of big sister. So I always appreciate it. Uh, this was fun. This is always fun. I love having real conversations. I hate when the interviews are all like, I have to ask you this. How did you walk outside? What did you do? No, have a conversation with me. I'm a regular person. I'm very, very open. A lot of people have the perception that I'm a little stuck up which I'm like, like they, not so much that they get that from like when they meet me, just their initial perception of me. They're like, I thought you was going to be arrogant and stuck up. And then they're like, oh, you really, really cool. Yeah. So I am a person. <laughs> I treat everybody <laughs> equally. People I reach out to me. People DM me all the time with random questions or want my opinion or whatever. I do my best to, <laughs> I love you still. I do my best to, um, accommodate everyone and, and talk to people because I feel like if I wanted help or if I needed advice from mm-hmm. someone, I would want them to respond to me. So I'm very, very open when it comes to things like that. It doesn't hurt you to help someone else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt you to connect someone with someone else. Not everything's a monetary value and part of it. You may ask me and be like, hey, can you, do you know, like, look, you, <laughs> You know somebody that does such and such? I'm like, hold on, let me connect y'all. You should meet this person. So that doesn't hurt me. And by doing those things, I'll be blessed in the future. You'll be blessed and we'll continue to grow together. And I personally think that's what it's all about. As far as following me, you can find me on Instagram, Akita2124 maybe, I think. Yes. (laughs) Hold on. I don't think that's right. Akita24. Damn. Kedra24 on Instagram, Kedra Hinkle Tyson on Facebook, Kedra2124 on Twitter. Uh, I'm very much Googleable. I think I'm on like the first eight pages of Google. <laughs> all the good stuff. You get Googles. Yeah, holler at me on Google, all of that. It has all my contact info. So yeah, just reach out. I'm always down to chat when I have time. Yeah. I may not get back to you immediately, but I'll get back to you eventually. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Katie. It was a beautiful, it was a fun time. Thank you for Always. making my night. This was our Friday night together. Yes. So we're allowed to leave the country. I got you. That's the only, that's the only step left and I need to get lit. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Well, have a great night. You too. Yeah.